Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from the True Off My Chest subreddit from a throwaway account. It says, I, 30 male, think my wife, 29 female, is in love with a female best friend. I have been married with my wife for seven years, and, and we met eight years ago in a church meeting, and we became friends. My wife is a quiet, kind, and beautiful woman. Any man's dream, therefore it was obvious that I fell for her instantly, although she always behaved with what I thought was shyness, not wanting to cuddle with me or only kissing me on rare occasions. We were both raised in Christian families, in part of our country that is really religious, but unlike me, her parents were always the type who follows the holy doctrine really seriously, so she has a traditional way of thinking about religion and how women should behave, so I always thought that it was because of that her behavior is like that. Sometimes I think she looks like a robot. She's nice and kind with everyone, but a couple of times I saw her staying all quiet staring into space, like if she was dead. Over the years, I began to take it as something normal on her personality because she always refused to go to the psychologist and always said that she's just like that. Until two months ago, when she found out that the woman who was her best friend in high school was coming back to town. I never saw her so happy and alive. I felt happy for her, thinking that's what she needed was a female friend. My wife never used to leave the house, but since that woman is staying in town, she's been going out as much as possible. She became a different person, but not in a bad way. But she looks full of life, and to be honest, I never saw her smile as much as when she tells me that she'll go out with her friend for a coffee. For the record, I'm sure she's not sleeping with her because she doesn't know how to lie and her behavior with me never changed. I'm not going to deny it. Days ago, I started to feel jealous of that woman, that she is the reason why my wife smiles so much and is on her phone all day. Out of pure curiosity three days ago, I entered her Facebook and some albums were public. She had a lot of albums and I found pictures of her and my wife during high school. That woman was hugging my wife as if they were a couple. In some photos, they were just holding hands or looking at each other with bright smiles, which is something she never does with me. Her family hates gay people, although my wife never talked ill about them, but just avoid talking about the topic, which now makes sense to me. I don't know whether to confront her because maybe I'm just thinking too much or maybe she's in love with her ex-girlfriend. The only thing I'm sure of is that she only looks happy talking about that woman, so I don't know what to do. Edit, I'm sorry if I write something wrong. English is not my first language. So there was a couple of comments to which OP responded to. So someone says, yes, she does love her friend because she's her friend. All I saw in your post was a woman being excited that a close friend she hasn't seen in years is coming back and that there was a picture of them hugging. 
I'm assuming all this paranoia is from your religious upbringing because all I'm seeing is two women are friends. If she should be asking anything, it's why didn't you see the clear loneliness your wife was feeling before this friend came back into her life? Opie says, I referred to the way they held hands, especially because my wife and I never held hands. When we started dating every time, I tried. She told me to not hug her or hold her hands because she doesn't like romantic things. I was respected her boundaries about that, so I did get confused when I saw her in pictures like that with another person. We do have a healthy relationship in feelings terms. When I notice she's off, we talk, although she never wanted to see a psychologist. But she likes to talk about why she feels weird that day, but always ends up saying that's her personality. We've always been close friends since we met, but it surprised me when I saw she actually likes being hugged by someone. Another commenter says, I think that's pretty odd. Surely at some point your paths would cross, even if you weren't wondering. Does your wife give an explanation as to why the friend wouldn't care too? I don't know how many people who wouldn't want to meet their best friend's significant other. Opie says same. That's why I feel it's odd. My wife just says that her friend isn't interested in meeting me and closes the conversation. I feel that if I insist on asking the reason, we would end up arguing and I'd prefer to avoid that. I know her friend left town to live in the capital and sometimes people become elitist after living there. That wouldn't make sense since I lived half my life in the capital and why my family is religious. It was never the strict religious type, so I don't get why a friend doesn't want to meet me. Opie updates the post and says thanks for the advice in my previous post. Although I got a few replies, everyone was very friendly. I decided to confront my wife and ask about the photos with her friend during high school. Everyone in the post said they were most likely friends and my ma I made my mind feel more in peace thinking that I was overthinking. But when I showed her the photo, she began to breathe fast in what I think was a panic attack. I helped her to calm, but then she got upset because I, I sneaked in her friend's Facebook. I knew she was trying to change the subject because she loves to do that, so I got serious and told her to talk. After a few long full minutes of her trying to change the topic, she ended up telling me everything. Indeed, she and her friend used to be a couple in high school and friends since kindergarten. They kept the relationship as a secret, pretending to only be best friends until my wife's parents found out and beat her up separating them. Her friend moved to the capital that year and they never saw each other again. Before what my wife said and showed, they never stopped loving each other. In some point of conversation, my wife stopped calling her friend by name and without realizing, she started calling her Mi Amor, which hurt me because in all the years married, she never called me like that. I asked her if she was cheating on me with her friend and said they never kissed or anything, but I'm sure she's emotionally cheating me. She doesn't know what's that concept, so she really believes she's not doing anything wrong. The reason why her friend never wanted to meet me or even go to our wedding is because she hates to see her love married with a man she doesn't even like and living a lie. Ouch. I asked my wife if she loves me and she said yes, but like a best friend. Yes, my own wife just friendzoned me. She cried a lot saying that she's really sorry for lying to me. When we meet, we really clicked as friends and she told me that her parents insisted her to marry me so she could heal. That explained why she never liked to hug, cuddle, or do anything romantic with me. It wasn't because she was shy, but because she didn't like me. I wanted to lose my temper and yell at her. I wanted to cry and even run away because I was patient and empathetic with all the time she rejected my affection and I felt alone. I've even been thinking for years that maybe I'm a bad husband and I was treating her badly without realizing it. 
feeling insecure about my own personality. But she assured me that I was never the problem. I didn't cry or yell. I just left the house and came to my sister's house. We didn't talk about divorce or anything like that. I even think my wife doesn't see a problem with what she did with her friend, but I'm sure that I don't want to spend all my life in a loveless marriage with a woman that will never love me back. I'm sorry for the long post. I'm just venting at this point, but I feel like I wasted all my youth. I didn't expect to update so fast, but I needed to talk about that. It's not like I don't feel bad for her, I do, but now I feel even worse for myself. Someone says to Opie on the back of that one saying, has she tried to contact you since you left? And Opie says, no, not at all. But at least for today, I don't want to talk with her neither. Someone says, you need to divorce her and go completely no contact. You deserve so much better than that toxic woman who's lied to your face for years. I'm sorry, Opie. Opie says, I'm sure that I will divorce her, although I still didn't tell her because I want time alone. I feel empathy for her. I always saw her as a kind woman. The fact that she used me totally changed my perception of her. Thanks for your words. Opie comes in with a final update and says, maybe nobody remembers my first two posts, but I wanted to at least post a final update because I'm really thankful for all the kind comments and advice I received. They're helping me a lot. I came back to my house the day after my last update and my ex-wife was there laying on the couch. The first thing I said when I entered was, we're going to divorce. Maybe that wasn't the best way of saying it, but she has a habit of changing the topic when I want to talk about serious things, so I didn't want her to do that this time. She clearly didn't expect that and started to cry and have an anxiety attack, saying that we can't divorce. I can't do that to us, but what hit me harder was, there's no point in us breaking up. The fact that I don't love you doesn't change anything. Which is true. I realized that our relationship was always like that. Her treating me like just a friend and accepting that kind of trait. She said that she never cheated or anything like that. Even if I explained again, what's emotional cheating? I told her that she's not even attracted to a man, so there's no sense in staying married because we're just not for each other and asked her if she still loved that best friend. And she didn't deny it, but kept insisting that we shouldn't divorce. I can understand why she was so desperate, but it made me feel used. Like if I was her pathetic beard, who she can always use as a shield for herself, or a dog who will always be happy with the smallest token of affection. I don't need her signature anyway to get a divorce, so even if she doesn't want to, we're 100% going to break up. I told her I'm not going to take her out the closet, but if anyone asks, I'll just say the truth, avoiding the sexuality topic because I don't want people gossiping and assuming things that didn't happen. The land and basically all the things of the house are mine, and maybe I'm an asshole for this, but I told her that I will not give her anything because it's all mine and I inherited the land from my grandfather. At this point, she just looked sad and defeated, so didn't complain or anything, although I get advice from a lawyer to be sure. I told her that she can stay until December in the house and she answered that she'll probably have to come back to live with her parents which actually made me feel bad because my ex-in-laws are not good people but for what she said she's still talking with her best friend so luckily she's not alone. The conversation finished awkward with me just leaving but now I'm staying at my sister's house. I can have time for myself since she and my other sisters are out of the province for a concert. I didn't talk with my ex-wife after that day and she didn't try to contact me. But I know that she told my ex-in-laws about the divorce because they wanted to contact me to ask why we're divorcing. I just answered that. These are the things that need to be resolved only between her and me. So this will probably be my last update because I will go no contact with my ex-wife after the divorce. We didn't have children. Sometimes she started talking about having a baby. 
now I feel really relieved of always saying that I didn't feel ready. Maybe something in me was already telling me that she wasn't for me. So we don't have anything that ties together. I've been going to the psychologist since I was a child, so I think that has helped me a lot to channel my emotions. Maybe in the comments said that I shouldn't have empathy or things like that for her, but we're both broken people that suffer from a religious trauma. And I know how bad that messes to people's minds and hearts. Some people in the comments were confused about why I stayed with her when she actually didn't love me romantically, but I don't know. Maybe I just justified her actions because somehow I felt I identified with her. Maybe I have a hero complex or maybe my sense of duty is too strong and I felt internally tied up with her. I'm responsible of making her happy as a husband, even if she always rejected my romantic love. I don't know. That's something I will talk and work with my psychologist. Also, I received questions like why I married her in the first place and she was the one who said we should marry. And I was immature and young at that time and because we got along well, I thought it was a good idea. For now, I just want to divorce and then spend time with my family. In general, I feel numb and weird. I haven't cried yet and in the session of yesterday with my psychologist, he told me that he thinks I'm ready to grieve the relationship a long time ago, even if I didn't realize it. I don't feel like I lost a wife, but I lost a close, good friend in company. Not a heartbreak pain, but a betrayal pain. Anyways, I don't want anything to do with her anymore. Maybe I'm being a bad person for abandoning her knowing the type of life she had, but I can't save a person who doesn't want to be saved and I'm tired of trying. For now, I would just say goodbye. Maybe not to a woman I saw as the love of my life, but to a woman who helped me and was a good friend for years. I'm really thankful about the kind comments people left. Even some mean ones which made me think that maybe I'm too quiet with how I reacted. That's something wrong. I was never the temperamental type. I'm sorry if this update is a boring one and not about me starting my villain era, but that's not my style, lol. Thanks everyone. But now I'm going to turn this story to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ori from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Learning Parenting 215 who says, Am I the arsehole for punishing my 16-year-old stepdaughter after we found out she was bullying a kid for being poor? I read it about two months ago, my wife, female 38, and I male 41, learned my stepdaughter, female 16, was bullying a girl in school over being poor. 
getting free lunch at school and not being able to afford necessities such as her own nice car and stuff. Our daughter was kind of spoiled. We provided her with everything she needed along with an allowance and a part-time job at my company, small family service business. We've been considered middle class, doing things others weren't as privileged to do such as buying our daughter a car on her 16th birthday. I come from a family of immigrants and was considered in poverty growing up. After learning about the bullying, I was furious as we thought we didn't raise her to behave that way. She was in honors and top ranking of her class. I tried to talk to our daughter over why she would do that and I was disturbed to learn that it was because she viewed that girl as trailer trash, which irritated me. The girl from what I learned is very smart and works hard. She bought her own beta car by herself and works two jobs. She considered the money our family had as our family's money. I put her in her place and told her that it was not her money, but her mum and I's money. I decided from that point I was spoiling my daughter too much. We ended up taking away her latest iPhone and replacing it with my old iPhone 8 by switching phones with me. With a talk and text plan, we took away her family credit card, sold her car, along with her MacBook and other luxuries. I also told her she would have to find a job without nepotism and work a minimum wage job like everyone else her age because I'm done giving her handouts if she's going to act entitled. Fast forward two months later, she's working at a fast food restaurant with us driving her around. She doesn't talk to me unless she needs something like a ride but is very upset with me. My wife feels like I'm taking this too far because it's affecting her social status and grades in school. I however feel that she needs to be humbled because I can't have a daughter who will disrespect people just because of the amount of money they have. I also feel that her behaving this way will affect her younger sister, female 12, and how she perceives the world. Am I the arsehole for punishing my 16-year-old stepdaughter after we found out she was bullying a kid for being poor? Edit. I would like to add, we took away her MacBook, but she still has access to the family computer in the house. Windows computer for school that is powerful i7 and a great GPU and recently new. She still has Wi-Fi access at the house. However, we did throttle her speed because high-speed internet is a privilege. She has fast enough internet to do homework and watch videos that aren't in HD like Netflix and stuff. She also isn't failing. She went from a straight-A student to mostly Bs and two As, which I still find great. Edit two, this blew up and I would like to clarify some things. Yes, we are upper middle class. Not multi-millionaires or anything like that, but enough to live comfortably. She is practically my daughter, as I've raised her since she was practically four, and her real father walked out on the family when she was two. My wife helps run the business, and we both agree on punishments. We came to the agreement that I would make the decisions with her on things. We did talk with the family and had her apologize to the girl at school. She was required to do five hours of community service at the school, volunteering for food drives and after-school activities due to the school's no bully policy. We also didn't force her to get a job. She wanted a job to get money so she could hang out with her friends and buy things she wanted. We just cut her off from a $15 an hour receptionist job for a non-nepotism job. We also warned her that if her grades become too unsustainable, she'd be forced to quit her job and focus on school because she doesn't need extracurricular activities outside of school. She needs to focus on her education. And the first comment on this one says definitely not the arsehole. I'm proud of you for standing up to your stepdaughter and giving her a taste of what life is really like. He may just save her from the path to hell that she was on. Jack's very privileged and entitled from what you described. It is good for her to see how the other half lives. 
I'm sure it is very eye-opening for her. I would continue this path for at least a year so she does not slide back. Hopefully you will have a much more respect and a kind stepdaughter. It really is too bad other parents don't do more stuff like this to their children instead of spoiling them rotten and then wonder why they're in jail. Good for you. Another commenter says you're definitely going too far if it's affecting her grades. Did you do any deeper digging or just sell off? Seriously, all her toys and force her to work at a burger joint and think, well, we've done all we can do. A conversation starts on the back of that. Another commenter replies that saying, those things should not be affecting her grades. Those are luxuries, not necessities. To which another says, those might be luxuries, but, but to have everything you had snatched away from you in the blink of an eye is bound to put you in a bad headspace. So while the daughter was wrong to bully the other girl, you can't blame her for the dropping grades. Just imagine not having to work a day in your life and having practically everything you wanted only for it to be taken away all at once and having to work minimum wage. Do you think anyone will be in the right headspace to get good grades in such a situation? Which another commenter replies that saying, yeah, that's the lesson here. Sometimes life is harder for some people. They have to work harder. Now she has to work as hard as the other girl to make the grades. The other girl does it with two jobs and zero privilege. Time to start changing that headspace because in real life, nobody cares what headspace you're in. They just fire you and replace you. Another commenter says, not the arsehole, it's important to teach your daughter the value of empathy and respect for others, regardless of their financial situation. By holding her accountable for her actions and making her experience the consequences of her behavior, you're teaching her a valuable life lesson. It may be tough for her now, but in the long run, this will help her become a better person. Another commenter says, not the arsehole, as for your wife, she needs to get a clue. Taking away and selling her luxury items and making her work a typical teenage job is not affecting her grades. Her grades come from the effort she puts in. By dropping her grades, she figured she could get the punishments to end. I'm sorry she was spoiled and entitled in the first place, but glad you took real issue with it. In the end, I hope these life lessons shape who she becomes. Buckle up for at least a rocky year. And one more comment who says not the arsehole, she is facing the consequences for her actions and learning a lesson at the same time. She was spoiled and entitled. Your wife is worried about the wrong thing, her social status, when she should be worried about whether or not she is sending a decent human being who doesn't shame others for working hard into the world. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.